Welcome to the Church Fails podcast, where we bring our failures out into the open so we can laugh together and learn something along the way. In this episode, we're going to talk about our failure to prepare. For those of you who don't know me, my name's Cade, and I'm the creator of Collaborate Worship and the lead pastor at No Limits Church. My name is Dylan. I'm the creative director at Collaborate Worship and the worship leader at No Limits Church. So this episode is kind of serving as a confession of failure for me. So I was sitting at my desk trying to script out some episodes, you know, and this is one that the Lord just brought on my heart and said, hey, maybe this is something that you should uh, start working on and maybe the podcast can be the catalyst for that. And I was like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) But it's about a lack of preparation, obviously, as Kate said, Um, technical preparation, spiritual preparation, you know, all of it encompassed into one thing here. Hmm. What comes to mind when you think of the word preparation? What kind of feelings does it create? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not good at expressing my feelings into words. <laughs> what? Most men are good at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think most women would disagree with that statement. I don't think anybody's good at expressing their feelings, honestly. That's true. Anyways, that's another topic. <laughs> we won't get into that today. <laughs> anyway. So therapist I'll... session with Kate and Dylan. <laughs> How effective would that be? Not good. All right. Sorry. So I recently shared about my struggle with over busyness in the last couple of months and uh, this is just something that has accompanied that. And I feel like I'm probably not alone with this either. Um, but I just know that I've been in this season of probably not preparing for Sundays as much as I could. Um, and it's it's so great that the Lord extends his grace because, you know, despite my lack of preparation, he's moved and done some pretty great things. Um, but it just makes me wonder what else he could have done through me if I was more in tune with him and his plan. And when I think about Sundays, usually I think I I find that they're mostly like they kind of run themselves almost in a way because everybody's in a good routine. We do the same thing every week, you know, mm-hmm. and we're, there's not really like a lot of change. And so I think when I get to the end of the week, I kind of feel like I already know what needs to be done and how to do it and. And so I don't feel like I have a huge need for extra preparation. And so I usually, I think in my my checklist, I have a recurring task on Sundays. I mean, on, on Saturdays to do a, a few things to just kind of spiritually and technically prepare for Sundays. And sometimes I'll get to Saturday and uh, at the end of the day, I just, I'm like, oh, those things will kind of take care of themselves. And then I don't even end up like doing my little checklist there. And I mean, it, it always ends up working out, but like I said, I just wonder like what more the Lord could do if I just spent more time to like think into it and to, to pray for Sundays and to seek the Lord about what he wants to do specifically on each week, you know, yeah. instead of just generalizing it all. And the song, nothing else comes to mind. And I can just remember a time when I was leading that song on a Sunday and I felt kind of convicted as I was singing it. Like I wholeheartedly believe in the lyrics and I most definitely want to trust God with everything. But in the moment I thought like, have I really been showing that to him that I want, I want his agenda instead of my own and that he's the only thing and nothing else, you know? And uh, as I was singing it, that's all I could think about was, are these lyrics true for me? Like, do I actually live this throughout the week? And I don't think that 
like I live the opposite, obviously, but I don't think that I live it with as much passion as I was singing about it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I think I just, after that, I can't even remember when that was, but I know that after that, I thought, I probably thought about it a little bit more. And then I just kind of pushed it to the side and didn't really do anything about it. And then it came to mind as I was scripting out this episode of, you know, uh, have I really been doing everything that I can to prepare properly? And so sitting down, scripting this out, I came up with a few things that I want to start to do better. And I think that they might be helpful things for anybody to kind of implement. But before we get to that, do you have anything you want to add to anything you may have failed to prepare for? I went on a long journey. Like, so I'm seven or eight years, I think I'm eight years older than you. So a few steps ahead, like in this journey of learning how to prepare, I can remember like when I was your age, that's kind of when I was learning the lesson too. It's like, okay, that sucked because I didn't prepare and like just having to deal with that defeat. And I kind of got tired of having to deal with the defeat. And so now I'm, I'm mostly a prepared person. Like there's still times that I fail to prepare most of the time I am prepared, but like some more recent things that come to mind is if I'm not speaking on a Sunday and I'm just kind of handling transitions or stuff like that, like there, there's been a few weeks where I like, don't fully sit down and think through each transition. What am I going to say? How am I going to communicate that announcement? Or like, how am I going to introduce this speaker? And then I get up there and just fumble over my words and nobody, like it wasn't clear. It, it was a distraction all because I didn't take, you know, five or 10 minutes to sit down and work through my thoughts and what's the most effective way to say that. And seriously, like that's usually the case, like with preparation is it's not like it would have taken you all day. Like you could have just sat down for 10 minutes and like thought through something and it would have been a hundred times better. So that's just the thing that I always remind myself. It's like, it's worth investing this 10 minutes just to make sure this is right. And usually I think the enemy of preparation is distraction Mm -hmm. because also usually on Sunday mornings, whenever I'm the one speaking, like I will take time while the worship band is practicing to practice my message. But if I'm not speaking, then I forget about that practice time and I'm kind of in there helping with the sound and doing some other things. I mean, they're good things, but it's kind of distracted from what I would normally do. And it'll come like um, worship time, church is starting, and I realize that I didn't read through my transitions again to make sure that I'm going to communicate those well. And then I get up there and fumble over what I'm trying to say. So it's just the enemy of preparation is distraction. Mm. Yeah. Sitting here, it makes me wonder... (laughs) What, what those distractions are for me in those moments that I'm like, hey, I should probably prepare, but then something is, sounds more enticing in the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably need to sit down and really think about that. Yeah. So I can learn to say no to those things a little better. But anyway, here are three ways that I plan to better prepare for Sundays. Number one being um, I need to develop a better praying routine where I come to God in intercession for our church and our community and also to seek his wisdom for that specific week, you know, praying for the team members and praying for our congregation and praying for our city and mm-hmm. just all the things that God wants to do, not just on Sunday, but throughout the week. And then to take a little bit more time to say like, what do you want to do this Sunday specifically? Like, I don't want it to just be the same thing every week. Like, you want to do a new thing all the time. So, yeah. and so I need to, sit down after this podcast episode and I need to kind of nail down a consistent schedule that I can consistently do every week. Isn't that a a tension with prayer, like having enough structure to make sure you don't forget it, but Uh not like too much that it just becomes this religious activity that doesn't mean anything? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a hard hard balance yep i think you just you just got to sit down and think about it though you're never going to do it if you don't do any planning yep um then number two i need to be more intentional about preparing technologically by setting aside more time to work out the technicalities of worship you know making sure my charger works and (laughs) making sure the backing tracks are set up right because every now and then there's just a few things that need to be tweaked that would make transitions between songs a little bit better that i forget to do and it just makes it a little bit of an awkward moment and if i had taken a couple more minutes to fix that and listen back to it it would have you know been a little less awkward yeah, and really like better on the team too. Cause mm-hmm. like whenever you have those things ready before the team gets there, then you're not wasting time. Like even though it's just a few minutes here and there, it's still a distraction from like the yeah. rehearsal. So yeah, I think you just get in the habit of, oh, it just takes a minute to do that while we're in the middle of rehearsal. And so, yeah. <laughs> but how does that make your team feel? I mean, that's like, yeah, it may not be a lot of time, but they may feel like you didn't prepare for them or you don't care as much about them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely don't want to communicate that. And then number three, I need to be in better communication with my team members, checking in on them, praying for them, encouraging them. And I just plan to set aside an hour or two each week to create some encouraging videos or texts and to just pray for each of them. And so we started doing this thing as a leadership team here at No Limits where we uh, we record like a selfie video of us talking to a team member and just thanking them for all that they do and encouraging them and their gifts and all that stuff and try to send at least like one or two of those a week. And so I, I want to do that more routinely. Like I've done a few here and there, but I want to do it every week for at least one or two of them, you know, yeah. and then if not send a text to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So that's something I want to implement more to. So that I just want them to know every week that like they're appreciated and that they're doing a good job. And I think that goes a long way. Yeah. And that's something we've been thinking about. Like, as church in general, we actually talked about it at leadership meeting, was that yesterday? Mm-hmm. Of how I think as church leaders, we tend to get focused on Sundays, like hyper-focused on what happens on Sunday that we kind of like take a break the rest of the week because <laughs> we expended all of our energy on Sunday. So it's like, what can we do to be more effective during the week? How can we be a church the whole week and not mm-hmm. just on Sundays? And so that kind of plays into that. And the best way to make sure that you send those videos to your team members is like to set aside Mondays at whatever time or whatever the day and time is that I do this every week. Like you just do it. Cause usually like there's some things that should be spontaneous, but if you want it to happen on the regular, like it's gotta be intentional or you'll, you'll forget something will take its place. You'll be tired or, you know, whatever you'll just forget because mm-hmm. life's busy. So yeah, that's, the thing with being prepared, in, in my opinion, like it's as simple as putting it on your schedule, putting it on your calendar. Like if it's that important to you, then make sure it's done. So like in my role in the church, like message prep, like Thursdays all day, like are my message prep days. And that's just a routine that I found that works for me. I've tried it several different things and finally settled into that. And it may change in the future, but that's the day that I script my message. I create my slides and I also create message notes. Sometimes it wears me out like to do all of that in one day. So I'll like push some of it to like early on Friday. Um, but something that I've learned just with everything that I do with Collaborate Worship and with the church is 
And I, I take these tips from Michael Hyatt. He's one guy that's helped me learn how to prepare. And he has a planner that's called the Full Focus Planner. And it's really simple. You basically pick three things that you want to accomplish each day that are most important to you with the first thing being the thing that's the most important for that day. And you don't do anything else until you get your first thing done. Like you don't check email, you don't get on Facebook, you don't do anything until your first task is done. And that just like ups your, your ability to get things done like so much. Because you know how easy it is to get tied up and you check an email, which gets you distracted. So you're over here doing this other thing. And then before you know it, it's lunchtime and then you're too tired mm-hmm. to do your number one task because your number one task takes a lot of energy. And then it's just like blown, you know. So it's just to ha- having the discipline to sit down and be like, I'm going to do this first before I do anything else. Hmm. So what's your plan for Sunday mornings to better prepare for your talking points? You said you were getting distracted with other things. and So like... That's a good example of I need to, like on the Sundays that I don't speak, and I don't need that full 30 minutes to run through my message. Then before I go engage in helping the sound guys or like whatever I'm doing on Sunday morning, I need to go off into the side room and practice my talking points first. Mm. Like I got to do it first. Otherwise, everybody will be asking me questions. And before I know it, service is starting. That's your number one on your planner for that morning. Yep. So you can probably live all of life like that. Yep. Have a one, two, three for just about everything. It's all about prioritizing, mm. you know. That's a hard thing to do. It's a constant adjustment. I feel like that's one of the hardest lessons in a Christian walk is prioritizing. Yep. Who? <laughs> Deep. All right. Is that all you want to share on that one? All right. Well, hopefully... Um, hearing about our failures to prepare gives you some hope that you're not the only one we all run into those issues i I think it's just a a step-by-step thing like you just kind of tackle these things one at a time and there's lots of resources out there like i said i would recommend you check out michael hyatt because he's kind of like the master of like getting this stuff ironed out ironing out your priorities and things like that so but thanks for being with us um If there's anything we'd ask you to do after this podcast, it's to subscribe so that we can let you know when the next episode comes out, which is every Thursday. Um, Thanks for being with us and we'll catch you next time. Mm